Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm Eller, the Disciple. And I am Tally, the Dissenter. This is the audio version of our YouTube video that is posted. Please um, check out the links in the description if you would like to see the video version. Thank you. Hi, welcome to our channel. I'm Eller, the Disciple. And I'm Tally, the Dissenter. Today, you've got the topic for <laughs> us, so I'm just going to let you do your thing, and yeah. then I'm going to be very surprised, because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to know, what do you know about, like, sociological theory? I, I don't know what you mean by sociological theory. Now, okay. the thing is, is you might start talking about the concepts, and I might like, oh, I've heard of that before. Okay. But if you just say that term, I can't fill in the blank. All right. So one of the things I want to talk about, because I feel like this is sort of one of, I feel like in some ways we've had this conversation a few times, um, but this is a pretty foundational one to get started with. I don't know why you look so scared. It's I'm a little fun. scared because I don't, You're we talked about face. the other episodes before. We did this, and we haven't talked about this one, so I'm, well, yeah, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay, but we should get used to this feeling a little bit nervous. When you're having tough conversations in the real world, you're not rehearsing them. <laughs> yeah, but PSA. listen, if somebody's going to come up and start talking about Trump, at least I've talked about that before. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but you, I thought you said you were going to look a little bit of it up beforehand no okay all right so essentially <laughs> what we're gonna cover in this episode or try to talk about is i think you have me confused with you okay <laughs> the church and religion as a form of social control in sociology we talk about many different aspects of society and using institutions as forms of social control um are one of the things that we talk about. Now, uh, because we're coming from the position of disciple, dissenter, some of the things that made a lot of sense to me when I was learning sociology was this, oh, we're using the church as a form of control, which made a lot of sense. And then it's a social control, especially. Um, we see this with, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, accuse all religions of being a cult but every single one of them has some sort of form of like the bite model for example which is a measure of how you raid cults and those all have to do with measures of control so you have um, the b in the bite model stands for behavioral control the i stands for information control so the t stands for thought control and the E stands for emotional control. Um, if you just look at it, this is why I don't think that the bite model is like a perfect thing for cults. Because if you just look at this, like for sure every single religion does all of these at different points. Like with the behavioral control, a lot of like fundamental forms of religion are saying like there are things you're allowed to do. There are things you're not allowed to do. Um, this is the same with information control, especially in like 
situations where you're going to like a private school that's run by the religion they are controlling what you're learning so when i was at uh the christian school one of the things that they taught us was and i think it's called like i don't remember the name of the idea it's like above the firmament theory or something like oh, that the firmament where they have that theory that there was like a layer of water above the earth atmosphere yes, prior yes to i have heard this very large yes prior to the flood <sighs> and it's just like that's a form of information control right like you're shown this idea and like granted the only small amount of credit i will give it is that it was presented as an idea it wasn't presented as fact mm -hmm. so like but i'm sure there were other people at other schools that did have it presented to them mm -hmm. as fact yeah. So when you look at that, and then it's the same with like thought control of being like told, like, you shouldn't think certain things about, you know, people of similar genders or <laughs> like stuff like that. Um, um, almost goes into like apologetics a little bit where mm -hmm. you're like, or the God of the gaps. That's really a good one of like, I don't understand this, therefore God. So, um, you know, that's that can be something when you ask questions that is presented to you of <laughs> like i don't understand this therefore god or i don't have an explanation for this and this is like a way of controlling your thoughts because eventually you do you get into this habit of every time you don't know the answer to something you just um you just say okay god and that is critical thank you and the emotional control is the same thing of like telling you how you should feel about people who are gay or uh, how you should feel about people who have abortions. And again, these are just things that you're being taught that are ways of controlling your emotions or like, um, or behavior. Or, I mean, that does behavior too, but it is emotional. Like, you're teaching people to dislike certain people or to feel a certain way about another group of people based on that and so like just in general you have and that's why i think again the fight model is not perfect for really disseminating cults there's more to it that is just a very basic overview i have a couple of thoughts about that okay i do see it slightly different i see it as we have people in power when we have people in power that are look, they look for systems that they can co-opt and use as weapons. And that is what's happened with Christianity mm -hmm. um, in the U.S. in particular, as I see it. Um, it has been a tool of very powerful people to keep mass groups of people in certain modes of thinking and certain ways of voting because they can then control the political arena. And that happened during my lifetime, um, during the reign of certain Republican presidents who shall go unnamed. I think <laughs> you probably can figure <laughs> out. <laughs> um, and 
you know, what's, what was difficult for me is I didn't understand a lot of that stuff, um, when I was younger and, uh, now knowing more and having the years of experience and education and reflection, and it really is something that, um, was weaponized, especially during the eighties, um, that shifted. I had an uncle who was a Democrat, but he was also a Christian and he, they, he, that he was successfully converted from being a Democrat to being a Republican because of that messaging. So I don't disagree that that's not how it happened. Um, but that's not the only role that religion or faith can play. And I want to leave room for that because the world is what it is. Okay, we have the information that we have. When you're looking at sociology in particular, that is how we form societies. And all we have is how we've, like, our own history. It's not like, it's not the same as, like, people who are studying space, right? Like, there's so much more information out there that we don't have access mm -hmm. to. And I would say that there's definitely stuff that we do not have access to, um, for many reasons, most likely it was pillaged by colonists or destroyed, uh, by colonists, um, a lot of the times, <laughs> but that's just, I mean, we're studying what we have and what we've seen repeatedly is that religion is used as a form of social control. And I think the problem is thinking maybe that the terminology social control is negative so and maybe that's how you're feeling well, but i don't but know that yes, that's it's true. both right it, it has it's positive and negative right, right? um because because it, it's not just that in my perspective mm -hmm. it is you know religion is also a way to have communities of care mm -hmm. and and it goes with along with like Finding your tribe. I hate to co-opt that space, and I hope I'm not no, I inappropriate doing it. So, okay, finding your people, finding your people, finding a place where you belong. You're included. You can find meaning. You can find uh, purpose, and um, so control. In one sense, I would agree, but exclusive of religion if we didn't have the religious element i would propose that we would still have social systems that would look for other ways to control the masses yeah i mean that's 100 yeah. percent true in sociology religion is one form of social control there are many other things that work in that way in the way that we present our media that is a form of social control there's very much like you're only being presented certain things you're only and then the hidden. algorithms that like continue to feed you the things that they think you yeah, want to hear i was really meaning like hollywood and movies and stuff but well, like if true. you look at social media stuff yes that can also so the movies that. are a really good example because like in the 30s and 40s which i happen to be a big buff of the that oh, era movies. of movies but there is definitely lots of censorship and oh yeah you know rules around what could even be 
well, and I produced don't... and how stories were presented and how married couples were presented and, and the so, Hayes Code and you, all these rules. I, yeah, and, and you know a lot more about that kind of stuff than yeah. I do. I, I, I always tell my friends that I love when you went to school because my degree was and a I business can... degree mm -hmm. <laughs> and you had the sociology degree and I love the things that we got to learn that I just had no idea. And somebody yeah. that gets a business degree, Isn't, they don't get exposed. No, excuse not me, exposed to it. Um, so. I think sometimes in your electives, you might have some chances, but oh. I think if anything, people are more <laughs> likely to do like something they think will help them in business than they are to do something more like, mm -hmm more on the sociology of I did creative science. dramatics because I always like the movies so there you go <laughs> I did do something different I wish I had done intro to film that would have been fun <laughs> I like movies too but not the old yeah. ones <laughs> so, so I think we digress a little. a little I'm really good at that we have been programmed to hear the word control and immediately think of it negatively and I think that it's more nuanced than that of like there is part of it that like the control aspect for like your governmental bodies, right? You look at your local government, like your city government is, they're just making sure like things are up to code or like roads are doing what roads need to do or being paved or whatever. You know, those are all forms of control in our society, but they exist because there are important functions for them to fill. Now, this is why I also wanted to talk about the role of the church and religion like the christian church and religious community in general of like right now i would say a lot of specifically christian fundamentalism is acting in a negative way because of like we look at somebody like ron DeSantis who has done all this stuff that he has done in florida and then we look at like he's gonna try to run for president and, um, you know, that's scary because mm -hmm. he has already proven that he has an agenda that he's willing to push. And he is very much like, I, I mean, I, I kind of think it's different for me. I'm trying to think of the way to word this. So with Trump, I feel like he always acted on his interest and something he could benefit from. Um, and he didn't really believe a lot of the stuff that he said. He said it because it benefited him in some way. With someone like Ron DeSantis, I think that he either is a hateful person or he like truly believes the things that he says because he is much like he's acted on these things. Whereas mm -hmm. like Trump didn't go in and put any trans anti-trans stuff into place or, you know, and that stuff is scary. And that's why I wanted to talk about the role of the church and like, how do we move away from that negative control to a more positive influence? Well, I have a couple of thoughts. One is, I think you're right. The word control really is kind of an obstacle to really having a good mm -hmm. understanding. And I like the word organization. So sociological, huh, sociological organization or social organization is system. How you organize a system, right? Um, because I feel like that's really about the same as what you're saying. Um, and then the other thought I have, and and this is where I know we're going to have people that even disagree with our position about oh, yeah. this whole thing in Florida. 
But here's the thing. If you're supposed to be Christian, you're supposed to be loving people, not judging people. And, um, you know, it's between them and God, really. So it is not a respect. And I, again, define love as respect of personhood. It is not loving or respecting of people's personhood to try to jump into their personal business. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of where we've made up our mind about this and it's based in our value. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as we're trying to talk about having these difficult conversations, the question that comes to my mind is how do we talk to somebody who is an advocate of somebody like DeSantos? And the fact is, I'm not sure we can until they are going to be able to talk about their values. Well, we've had this conversation a little bit where we've talked about how do you have a conversation with somebody who won't agree that this guy is blue um that it's like there's some fundamental issues um it's really difficult like how do you have a conversation with somebody when you like they say this guy is green and this guy is blue and you know this guy is blue and it's like how do you how do you have a conversation about that and technically this guy is purple we just can't see it but (laughs) thank you for that (laughs) i'm just saying the science says Um, as a general rule it is accepted fact (laughs) but if somebody doesn't believe the science of xyz thing how do you go from there for example if we're talking about somebody who is supportive of DeSantis and a lot of his like anti-trans legislation and things that he has done that has been very harmful um you can try to explain that um gender is not the same as sex and (sighs) the sex characteristics um don't determine anything about your personality (laughs) you can try to explain that you can try to show them the science that they don't even know if they actually have xy or xx chromosomes or xxy like they don't know their chromosomes unless they've been tested for that for some reason um and that we actually are a bell curve when it comes to the chromosomes right um and it, it just like you can try to explain that but if they just don't trust science or like don't believe you you're i mean you're just gonna run into a brick wall and, and i uh, think you're kind of hitting on something else if it serves their purposes mm-hmm. to not yield because they want power they want self-righteousness they want whatever it is they want it's regardless of what is really human decency Mm -hmm. you have a fundamental values problem Mm -hmm. because they value power over people and here's the thing like you were saying earlier they cannot name that value because who wants to admit to themselves? Like, I mean, honestly, I could see somebody like Donald Trump being like, hell yeah, I want power. Uh, (laughs) 
That's true. But there <laughs> yeah, are I think he has. <laughs> he probably has. <laughs> but there are very few people who would admit that that is what's happening for them. That they are yeah. wanting power. And because underneath of that, and I love a lot of Brene Brown's teaching. I've already used some of her stuff here. Um, it's really an armor. It's a mask that they've put on to hide their insecurities and their fears. And their, and um, until those get dealt with, you cannot have honest conversation. Yeah, I feel like... So that's a hard part. I feel like in some ways what we've tried to do to use my grandfather as an example again is that we just try to plant little seeds i guess you would call it of like if he says something and then you just try to say well what if blah blah and then you just kind of or you just frame it slightly different or like i'll use the example of a story i told you i i said something about being fat to a coworker, and she did the thing where she goes you're not fat you're beautiful and i was like i said i was fat not that I was ugly. And so that's something that can maybe hopefully help her think, okay, well, why did I like do that? Why did I conflate fat and ugly? And this yeah. goes into a whole other realm of anti-fat bias. Again, I have great resources if you want to know more, but, but I like that. And the thing is, is with my dad, I, the thing is my dad does desire to be a loving human being. Okay. He is not a DeSantos person for the sake of being a DeSantos person. He is a DeSantos person. I don't even know if he is a DeSantos person. So, but I'm using it as an example. Um, he has got certain uh, sets of thought because of where he lives and his religion being co-opted and not developing the mental critical thinking like you were talking about before how it gets co it gets kind of circumvented mm -hmm. with these ridiculous solutions that aren't solutions it almost goes into that when you talked about like pre like on your thing about your faith journey and the different spheres yeah. it almost goes into that like the gap of the gaps argument goes into the simplicity mindset but I think my real question is like, I kind of want to get back to how do we move? Is, is there a path at all for at this point for Christianity and the Christian church to move from a negative view of like a negative social control into a positive form of social control? Well, that I love that you asked that question because I hope so. That is my deepest desire. I think about david who was a shepherd and that's a story from the old testament and he was a young person left on his own a lot to take care of sheep and uh you know i wasn't there they're just secondhand stories and maybe more than that but so they might be all hearsay but the the myth that transcends out of that and we're going to talk next time about myth i think Mm -hmm. um, is the idea of a person alone with the universe finding beauty in creation and an awe of something bigger than themselves mm -hmm. 
and a desire to be useful to others. That to me at its core is the faith that I advocate for. And that has something to bring because people that claim faith, if they can wake up to how their faith has been co-opted and still find the value of loving their fellow human being, it will give them the strength to transition into being a, in a different mindset, if you will. So that is what I hope. Mm -hmm. And then there is the caring community. There is the acceptance. There is the inclusion. And I know in the LGBTQ plus uh, community, religion has not had uh, a great track record. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've read and I've read some materials um, from the Alliance, which is my uh, um, denomination's um, LGBTQ outreach ministry. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they tell us there was a story in one of the books that was talking about a minister who was going out into the community mm -hmm. and was told not to talk about religion, but was multiple, multiple times being asked by people about spirituality. And, um, I, I think we have an interest. I think we have an understanding that there is something bigger than us. We can't maybe name it. We can't try to put it in a box. We can't set up a whole bunch of rules, but we can live in a tension with the mystery hmm. and walk and walk in this world with an awe, a sense of awe and a sense of wonder that there's something bigger than us that connects us to each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hope. That's what I hope. So I love that you asked that question. I want to know, is there, I guess my thing is like, is that really, is the church the only one possible for that role of binding mm -hmm. us together, showing us that we have more in common than we do separate? I mean, I recently oh, yeah. did a class on my workplace requires like some certain trainings and this was like a DEI training. Um, part of follow-up on this training is we have two one-hour videos that we have to watch. And the first video uh, is talking specifically about these high schoolers who did a bunch of DNA tests. So they did these DNA tests and then they were asked like questions while they were waiting for the results of like, who do you think in the room that you have the most similar DNA to? Who do you think you have least similar? There's very little variation uh, between people. And granted, they are looking at a very like small set. They're not looking at the entire strand, but they are looking at a very important, and I'm not a scientist, so I could not tell you the specific name of the section that they were looking at. They didn't name it in the video, um, but they, you know, we're noticing that the biggest variations they saw between one another were like five spots were like different. And it just is, again, we have more in common than we have 
that divides us and well and i would say that it doesn't have to be right like i think that there are people that walk in this world and they don't need to call something religion or god to mm -hmm. feel that connection okay but the church does exist well christianity and other faiths exist right and if it's trying to be true to its core mm -hmm. i think that they all kind of have the same core message in general is to love one another and try to get along <laughs> like come on we're all here you know we're stuck here so if it's to continue it has to be a, it needs to shift to yeah. be about that to yeah. really be legitimate otherwise it's it doesn't have integrity right as far as i'm concerned mm -hmm. and i do believe in spirit mm -hmm. do i have to call it spirit for it to be spirit no but do i believe in it absolutely um you know it's almost got me thinking of like we should do an episode to try and see like if we can find the religion that has caused the least harm um <laughs> it's weird but like um, i kind of bet on buddhism um well yeah because they don't want yeah. you to kill the spiders but that doesn't mean that they didn't harm i mean i would say like maybe this is controversial but there are some vegans who think that they're not causing harm because they're not eating animals but aren't taking into account the human workers that are being exploited to pick their food, <laughs> you know, like, you know, so well, and I mean, maybe you don't kill a spider, but did you do something else? I'm curious now. We talked about having curiosity. I just got curious <laughs> and I don't want to get us off topic yeah. too much. I yeah, just, we'll save that for a different day. <laughs> yeah, I just think maybe we should talk about that at some point. Yeah, yeah well, I feel like none of us get out of here without doing some kind of harm. We don't oh, want yeah. to. I, yeah, I, I think all people really want to do good. Wait, hmm. See, and I, I struggle think with at that. least to start there. Maybe they don't end there because somewhere along the line, powers alluring. And I do think next time we should get. Well, we're going to get into the mythology, but I would be curious if anyone wants to leave like comments in the, you know, there and thoughts that they have about the things that we. Is were there a place about. for faith? I mean, because maybe the. <laughs> we talked about words kind of tripping us up, so maybe the word religion is tripping you know can trip us up but faith might not trip us up as much so when i get up and i go into the other room and i go to turn on the light i have faith that the light's gonna come on that's not even like a thing that we really consider think about but yeah. it is faith it's a form of faith yeah yeah it's not knowledge we can't call it knowledge because i can flip that switch and that light won't come on and like that's it's a faith it's just like Okay, and it's based on things that I know is like, well, the last time I turned the light on, it worked. Um, I I mean, I may not know, maybe I do know the last time I changed the light bulb, you know, things like that. You kind of just go based on that. And then there's one day when it's the middle of the night and you go to flip a light switch and it does a little popping sound and you're like, crap, now I'm in the dark. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and it just happens. Um, but generally speaking when that faith that exists exists in the positive um not in the negative like you don't like i don't go in and 
have faith that it's not going to turn on. Right. So right. I don't know. I think that faith well, is you, also tricky. But you can have faith in your fellow human being to be... Uh, and that can be so difficult because right. then you see somebody right. like DeSantis who does that stuff yeah. and that makes you lose any faith in humanity. Or not any... I it mean, that's challenges dramatic, it, right? right? Like it causes it to be like more tense than just it's not simple but you might see somebody helping someone and that kind of restores your back yeah like absolutely you appreciate that that is happening but yeah you know i am curious i want to know what other people think about what is the role of the church is there a place for the church anymore i i want to encourage because I will admit, my immediate answer to that is, I don't know, maybe not. And <laughs> I want to challenge people to not just jump to that. To try and be open. Again, we're trying to be open. Yeah. And I want to just tell you, I hope you have a great several days ahead of you. And that you get a chance to speak words of life and kindness and encouragement to and you do Someone better needs today it. than yeah. you did yesterday. Every day. Every day. We'll see you Bye. next time.